2: Then they, they said to me uh their manager, um Tommy Wright. what's was his name? Yeah, Tommy Wright, St. John's manager will call you in the next hour or two. So I'm on my phone now. I see a plus four four. <laughs> but I'm gonna change him. But I'm not figure I'm not thinking it's the the St. Johnson manager. Mm. So I was on the phone, I said, yo. <laughs> 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 I said, "Yo, I put one of the man. I put one of the man I said, yeah, I said "Yo, no man them <laughs> you do that for?" <laughs> yeah, we I said, "Yo," he's like, "Um, hello." He said, do Jones." I said, "Oh," I said, "I'll call you back one second." So I lost on the phone. I said, "Jesus Christ, that's a bad first impression."
3: Listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Beautiful Game Podcast. I'm your host, Doc, and I'm joined with my right-hand man, Dej. What are you saying to me, brother?
4: i blessed, my bro, man. We've been chopping it up with our guest off camera, and I know this one's going to be a hit, man. Too much banter, too much laughs. Nah. We went to the same school as well. We just nah. found out. It's mad. So, yeah, nah. we're going to get into it. No, nah, no, nah, definitely. Before we introduce our
3: guests, I just want to quickly plug our socials, at podcast underscore TVG on Twitter, at pod underscore tbg on instagram at tbg pod on tiktok and before we dive into the episode i just want to say listen guys we're trying to build a community and we want to know more from you guys in regards to what you want to see so please in the youtube comments leave a message and obviously we'll take that into consideration going forward as we're trying to build a community Berge, is there anything you want to add?
4: No, I agree with you, bro. Because, like, we need to know, like, okay, what do you like about what we're doing? What can we improve on? Because, again, as well as this is our platform, it's your platform as well. Because, you know, thousands of people tune in. So, like, we want to cater to you. So, like, help us out. No, definitely.
3: So, we're delighted to announce we are joined in great company with Middlesbrough, Forward, Slash wing back. <laughs> slash everything. Because he plays all over the pitch. <laughs> slash fullback. Isaiah Jones.
2: No. Welcome, welcome, my bro. Welcome. That's a big boy, big, big boy entrance, you know. And I respect it. No. It's good. It feels good to be here, man. No, love Privilever. for coming
4: on. And you know what's funny? Mm. Like, it's Father's Day today. Yeah. This is your first Father's Day so to join us on Father's no, Day, no, man. No. Love for giving us the time, my anytime, bro. Anytime, man. Anytime Happy man. Happy Father's Day, my bro. Thank you very love. much. Thank Even you very just
3: much. obviously I know we're gonna go straight. Back to the beginning, but bro, how do you get around the pitch like that, bro? I just needed to ask you because you're there, you're here, you're you're like the Flash. What is it about? Was that how you were when you were younger, just running?
2: You here when I was young, just running and playing knock-down ginger in the ends. <laughs> da- dashing yeah. eggs, Halloween, bump, everything, man. That's how I get my energy from.
4: Yeah, that's how I do you grump SC
2: fifty. 58 peck peck
4: No, but even in saying that, how's fatherhood been? Like, this is your first child, you know, father's day. It's stuff. been...
2: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's been not hard, but it's been, it's been different, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the final like, you're going to become a father, then process everything. When, when your missus delivers the baby... Like okay, it's here now, mm. so like more responsibilities. Like even you go to work and stuff like that. Even normal jobs. Let's talk about normal jobs. Even when you have a kid, you won't do everything for them for them to have a better life mm. than that we have. So it's just been different, but I'm enjoying it, man. That's nah, great, that's man. good,
4: my bro.
3: That's yeah, good. bro. So take us back to the humble beginnings.
2: The humble beginnings. So boy, I'll up. I started going to football at the age of eight, eight, nine. But that's not like, seriously, that's just like a hobby. You used to go to the pitch around, the cage around my house with my mum. So she used to kick the, the ball at my mum when she didn't go. Yeah. Literally. I <laughs> what you so say, your mum used to be goalkeeper for you, basically. Yeah, that's my mum my used to make me do this football thing properly, man. Yeah. yeah like, I, never used to, I never used to like it at all. Like, my dad, before he and my mum separated, would wanted me to get into football. But I said, I don't want to do football. But my mum kept pushing me and saying, you have got the legs. Look at your <laughs> You got the legs. You got the height. You got the pace. You do football. So why
3: wasn't you interested? Was there like a particular reason? Was you into something else? Wait, when, when you're young,
2: all you know is game, Xbox.
4: Yeah. X- it's even worse now. Like all the kids have is their iPad and. Yeah, like me, should... I was Xbox
2: 360. Okay. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was me when I was young. Xbox. Just in, the, just in the yard, burn yeah. up the electricity. <laughs> huh? My mom would say, "Come off." <laughs> to turn on the volume yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, that was just me when I was younger.
3: I, I remember back in the days that like, my mom used to go out, so we couldn't play a game Monday to Friday. You can only play Saturday and Sunday. But when my mom would go out, you'll know where she's hit the PlayStation. Get it? Oh shit, mom's at home, mom's like, put it up,
2: boom. Nothing oh. ever happened. My mom does she does that to me a lot when I was young still. <laughs> she'll go out here and she'll hide the Xbox. But I'll go in the room, find the Xbox, and play it. But I don't know, you see when you're kids, and your mum comes in the car because you know, you know the car engine when they're yeah, outside. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll run to a room, look outside. Oh, she's there. I'll unplug everything, put it back in the space and pretend I'm reading the book. <laughs> 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 it was funny.
4: Bro. So yeah, like talking about obviously you started playing football when you were eight. So when was that first sort of moment when you joined the team? Because there's playing with your mum, then there's that getting into that team environment.
2: I'll say under at age 11. Yeah. So, yeah, played for like a local team called Um Footstars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they used to train on the Fridays, game day, Saturdays. I used to go to a couple of my friends that, like, so basically, I had, I knew one girl that her brother played for the older lot. Yeah. And, and, and his dad was the coach. So they told me to come down. I came down. Even though I was going, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to play football, but I was just doing it to get out of the house. My mom wanted me to get out of the house on Fridays. But, It was was a weird journey, man, like, weird journey.
4: On the 11s, because that's kind of late, isn't it, to get into that football environment. So, did you have any sort of academy experience? Because when I look at your resume, it's
2: like, you've had like a mad ascent to like where you are right now. No academy whatsoever, just non-league and grafting, amateur football grafting, literally. That's all, that's all I can say. Um,
3: What would you say that's taught you? Be selfish. In terms of?
2: Like, play, just do everything for yourself. Play for yourself. Even if your team's playing bad, just make sure you're playing good. That, mm. That's all that matters on the pitch. Mm. If your team loses, but you play good, the coach can't say to you, you know what, you had a bad game. You can say you, you gave it your all. Mm. That's, that's what I learned from there, man. Mm,
4: what's interesting is, off camera we talking, and I'm like, oh, what school do you go? St. Thomas the Apostle. That's the school we went. Obviously, you're a few years younger than us. Yeah. So, like, growing up in Peckham, how was it? Because when we were growing up, bro, it was peak obviously like it, in terms of like you know the road stuff you see stuff around you and obviously we're going to school in Peckham you hear yeah. this person got I don't know stabbed or whatever you hear like a lot of
2: madness going on so like for you growing up what was it like? It was the trenches man like <laughs> see back in there you couldn't go nowhere mm-hmm. like in Peckham like because you had like SM1, PYG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't go... Like, if your friend lives in Yellow Brick, you can't go Yellow Brick. You have to yeah, meet, meet I mean. my Burgers Park and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was mad. Even, like, when I was living there, like, when the riots were going on and just the mad things were happening in Peckham, just... It's mad and now. Living in Peckham was different, but I think it helps you... Build character. Build character and grow as a man and mm. say, you know what? I'm going to leave this area one day. Mm. and for a good reason, not for a bad reason.
3: Yeah. No, I respect that. So... Obviously you're eleven, twelve. When does that moment come where you actually think, you know, what, I'm starting to enjoy this? Does it come? Does <laughs> it come?
2: <laughs> nah it came it came I would say, at the age of sixteen. Wow. When I started enjoying football. So I was playing for a team called Tuna Mitchum. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a the college thing. So you go to the, the college and you give oh, the team. Then I was playing playing there I was enjoying it we used to train like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays and Fridays like in the morning and after that i go to college and from there I was thinking you know what I could, I, I'm really liking football now I maybe I think because the environment they built mm. like I playing with good players and it was helping me like you know what I'm enjoying football I'm enjoying football and I'll say aside from there when I was really going to football at the age of 16 probably I said like okay, I'm really enjoying my football and I might to start taking this seriously.
4: Because mm, I saw on your resume that you had two seasons at Tootin and Mitchum. Obviously, the second one, I know you scored, like I think, nine league goals. So, obviously, your name was Ringing Bells. So, obviously, Middlesbrough come in for you and I think one of your other teammates yeah. as well. So, how was that experience? Was it they came in for you or you had to go down like the trial circuit and go to this club, I don't get in, that club, I don't
2: get in? So, the whole story leading up to Barra was a mad story. So, like, when I, when I was... The age of like 18 I played non-league like two in this is my first ever time playing men's football so when I was in like the Ryman Prem playing 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 then I remember I got called, called into Charlton the first time went there training late stuff you know like what's that.
4: funny like Jason Yule came on the pod and he was talking about youngsters like yeah. maybe that uh, face rejection and they bounce back and we're sort of saying that after one of the games against, I think, was it Bristol City, he came up to you and said, listen, I'm proud of you. Like, you kept going.
2: You remember the moment? Yeah, yeah? I remember that moment. Because I'll be real, even what what went on with Charlton, it didn't really affect me as much. Like, okay, I got called into Charlton three times in that same, as I was 18, 19. And I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't get signed because of performances. It was just me, off the field things. And I think I wasn't, I don't feel I was ready to make that, even it, it might sound dumb, because mm-hmm. you're playing non-league and you want to go pro, but I feel <laughs> I wasn't ready to make that step into the pro game. Yeah.
4: So what made you think that you weren't ready? Mm, so yeah, what was holding you back? <laughs> yeah, like what's going through your mind, like mentally? what questions are you asking yourself? Because we like, a lot of people listen to this pod that have aspirations of being a pro, that are in that non-league level, that want to make it there. So what? what sort of internal dialogue are you having?
2: No dialogue at all. All my friends can tell me when I that like, too and and I didn't get a child and, or they reject me or whatnot. Like, I'll tell you I did not care whatsoever. Like, mm. I didn't care. Like my boys, my, my teammates used to say, like, why, Izzy, why, why? I'm saying, listen, this club is not for me. I said, this club is not for me. I said like, if I want to go to a pro team, I don't want to be in London. And that, that that was the key for me. I think if I stay in London, you have your friends, family, you've got everything things that can, that can distract you from, and can distract your game. So I said to him, I remember cool Maiden saying, Charlotte's not for me, but leaving London for me. And I knew from when I said that to Maiden on the phone, I knew I'd make it if I, if I left London.
4: Because Charlton, again, for context, for people that don't know, that's probably what, 25, 30 minutes yeah. away from Peckham, so yeah. that's
2: local. Local.
3: So Obviously, you had the rejection. Then, what happens next?
2: Rejecting, rejection, then just playing. So, sec- this going to the season of two And now. Playing like one of the main men at two in me, um, my boy Danny Bassett, my boy Alexis Beedon. Like, we had a bag of talents, yeah, like yeah, Hadi, <laughs> a- Abram, yeah. o- Abram, Odo, Seydou Khan. Those, yeah. our team was on paper, it was, it was a joke. But the only thing that held us back as a team was everyone was playing for a move that year. Uh, so so it, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like a it wasn't like little team thing. It was like an in, in, yeah, individual thing. But so what, what position was you playing at this point? At two and yeah. free roll. <laughs> That's why <what> I said, <laughs> attack or pull <pullback. laughs> Yeah, you can ask the. So
3: was it one of those ones that, okay, everyone's getting the ball. and Let me try and beat four man.
2: I, I, yeah,
4: so, I, you can square it to a man.
2: So, so if you, so you square basically, it, so, yeah. The, this <laughs> how I started, yeah. So, I scored X, Y, Z in the youth team. Then mm. I went, played, and I, I said, Oh, the, the coach, Ashley Bosa said to me, Where's to play? Because we won't play three five two. 5 2. I said to him, I'm not playing wing back. Like, that's, I'm telling you, I'm not playing wing back. So, you can play me 10 dogs, or you just play me free-roll up front. Then he and put me up front. Then, first scored like, one going three games or two going three games. I can't remember. Or yeah. we was having like a bad spell at the time at the beginning of the season. Then he said, oh, okay, this ain't working. I'm gonna play you wing back for one game. And I feel it was probably the biggest mistake I made. We're when, playing Wing Back? Yeah, in that in that in that game. Cause when you, when you have a ten out of ten performance at Wing Back, mm, you're you staying there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I stay there now. <laughs> then with game, result, game results, game results. But I remember, bare man, we had a, a young team. Mm. It was like a young lineup. Everyone was like under 22 or 23, and you have like the, the, the old heads. Then we started getting we started getting pumped again. I don't know why though. We we're just getting pumped. Then we, ch- we changed we changed formation. When we went three for three, then I played I played on the left like left 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 forward. But I, I had the free roll, so I just go anywhere, go anywhere on the pitch I wanted to go. And that, that was my strength. That was my strength in non-league them times. Like, people that, you can ask people that I've played with, like, on the ball in non-league out, people say I'm playing one of the best. I'm not saying I'm the best, but that's but what, that's what mm, people say, it? Mm. So I'll just get the ball and dribble pass and, like, create for people. Mm. Like, my my final, my Albiru, my end product wasn't the best in that like, scoring-wise and system, but, like, creating openings, creating chances and just trying to open the game for my team was best for me. And, what I could do with my belly. Mm,
4: As Doc was saying earlier on, obviously, you're very quick. You're rapid. And I know, obviously, I know people that play in the non-league. Some of the challenges can be like X-rated. So how did you find like dealing with that? Because obviously, I can imagine at that level, you're just quicker than everyone. You've got, you're physically gifted. So they might try and hack you down. So did you get, were you on the end of any like mad challenges?
2: The thing about, you know what's mad, yeah? People people say I'm like, okay, I'm fast. But I never used to use my pace like that in non-league. Like never. I used to used to be in the pockets, get the ball turned and dribble past and one two stuff like that. But I used to get kick up a lot. Like so, like would be like not days, but like the warm up. I'd be telling referees or my coach would be telling referees like protect him. I remember <laughs> one game, I got lifted. Yeah, came came oh. off the came off the game in um on a stretcher. Yes. Then went to hospital, and somehow. Well, my teammates will say I faked the injury, or somehow I played the following week and I felt fine. But you used to get—I used to get some mad challenges. I used to try like, jump over the challenges like when you know you're gonna get kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you skip past someone, you know you're gonna get kicked from behind. So I used to like, go past and like jump, <laughs> yeah. jump if no one's around me just to make sure yeah. I don't get kicked. But like well, the, the challenges, in the non-league were like very brutal. But I think it, like toughens you up. Yeah. Like it toughens you up and makes you think quick on the spot. If you know you're good and teams all, all they're gonna do is kick you down makes you think a step ahead mm. to prevent them challenges. So yeah, you went
4: to um, Charlton and then you came back to so like, when was the next opportunity that you had to like show yourself at, at pro level?
2: So yeah, we went to and came back, then Middlesbrough came in, then there's a lot of behind the scenes thing that went on with the Middlesbrough thing, I can't really say.
4: What, in terms of what? Uh, in-
2: like, just, just contracts and stuff like that, like with my agents and stuff like that, but yeah. Though no, we were cool now, but but then it felt like it felt like a kind of a a mad blackmailing thing. But um, <laughs> it was like so when went, went rough like two weeks. Played one played against Rangers in a friendly and Hartlepool, scored in both games. Then came back. Then they said, "Oh, they want to give me like a pre-agreement contract." But at the same time, Red didn't want to at the same time. On so, trial or to sign? To sign. Yeah. So they said to me, they say, they said, "Cool." So when Barrow put the contract down, the next day Redding came with the contract. But Redding said I had to, um, before I signed, I have, to, I have to come in and meet the lads, train with the lads. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. They said, why? Because I said, I'd rather go to the environment I've been to already at Middlesbrough for two weeks. And I know I'm calm with all the players. Yeah. So it's easier, it easier fitting for me. So I can, I can sign the contract at Redding and like nobody there. But I'm going to a place where I know I'm, I, like, I like everyone, everyone likes me and show the respect. So... After that, now, when I signed for borrow it was crazy, man. Like, I don't know how everyone in Oli found out when getting bare messages. Like, <laughs> it, it, it got dropped, like, released. I signed for them before they released it. It was all mad, man. It was all mad. But, it was good.
3: So, obviously, you signed for borrow and now you've, like, made it. Not say made it. <laughs> no, I don't like that term <laughs> in it, but you're now in the professional game. But when you made that next step, like, how how do you, like because I know you're still close to non-league now
2: yeah. so how does non-league make you feel till this day I feel like non-league is better than when I was playing it before like non-league is much better well looking from the outside mm-hmm. it looks much better like you've got a lot of players now that are actually playing for a purpose mm. like playing to get moves like back in the years you are just playing to get extra money on the side
3: because mm, like before I, I used to remember like, I used to speak to people in non-league so when we were growing up it was more like this guy's the chairman the dad's son and he has to play he has to be captain. all these silly politics yeah. kind of put people off the game so was that still going on in your time or it's more like you know what talent plays
2: I, I can only speak my time at Tootin mm-hmm. in the first year I played in uh, the first team it felt like politics that like certain people had to play mm. just because how much you pay them and stuff like <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like these times I, I'm I'm okay I'm 18 playing first team mm. playing ramen prem I'm on like £35 a week mm. you could be one of the best players but if you're paying someone like 250 yeah they, they, have, to they, they have to play but my second that at in when I had the, like, all the players I mentioned that going to do better things was like we don't care who you are like you if you play you play if you don't you play you don't play it was like there was no politics in like the second season. It was mm-hmm. like previous over training why you should be playing. So it, so it, and they, they they like big up big up Ashley and Cornice all the time. They did create like, like a professional environment in non-league, which is hard very hard to do because non-league now people just come 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 for training at eight o'clock, ten o'clock they're gone in a bit. Yeah. But we used to like train, then have like a bonding time after and stuff like that to make us like well connected. So it was good, man.
4: Because mm, like a lot of people um listen to this pod and would probably want to know, how did you balance, were you working at the time? How do you balance football and education, football and work? Because you normally see online, a lot of people say, oh, I want to play football, but my work's quay, is far away. So how do I balance? How are you kind of balancing that?
2: I was working, I was, uh was I say working? I was doing something.
4: Okay, I did <laughs> <laughs> but I I,
2: I, did, I did work. I worked at Coral for like two three months. Yeah, I uh, so I remember I worked at Coral for like yeah two three months just spend it till didn't like it, so I stopped and.
4: You 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 made ends meet. You found a way, basically. Found a way, yeah. <laughs> found a way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I found a way, man. I found grinded, a way. Grinded, so grinded. so like, but b- football, football and, and football. And, Work. Work at the time. <laughs> 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 Work at the time. It wasn't hard, man. It wasn't hard.
3: Oh okay, no, that's cool. So in terms of like making that, you know, that transition going back to obviously going from non-league to the pro circuit. Um what is there anything you had to do differently?
2: Oh a lot of things I had to do differently, man. Timing. <laughs> timing the way you the way you talk to people. Cause I remember I used to and the way you dress. I don't know what it is Like, my oh. first year... See how, like, people now... you wear the night tech. You lift up the night tech. Mm-hmm. And sh- you show yeah, your socks. Exactly. I, like, my first year, I was doing that in borrow a lot. They was like, oh... it is that
4: pro
3: or...? You this, it? this at
2: pro. Yeah. Like, the way you dress and the way you talk, the way okay. you greet people. So what
3: would they say, like, when you address...
2: Like, this ain't London, you know? Like, <laughs> like, I remember, hey, one time we went the whole night. It, banter that? Like, this is serious, talk? No, I thought it was banter, <laughs> oh, but they're serious. But okay. so one time wearing it, yeah, yeah. This ain't London. You, you're not a gangster. I was like, cool. What's all
3: that fellow players are saying? this, all that except Stuff, 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 stuff.
2: Yeah. And then, like, one time they're like to me, hey, the way you dress, like, with your socks up and like, it's not cool, you know? You look like a tramp sometimes. Is but in my head I'm thinking you know tramps are very harsh words yeah, to say that's nah, a bit that's... like I was mad but I get what they say because c- coming from where I've come from to that you got to adjust to their mm. their terms mm. so it was it wasn't it was it wasn't hard but it just like it's not even has their own style yeah, that was my style yeah. like how I used to wear, like, used to wear my night and stuff like that it's <laughs> just different man like even even the way you, the way you greet people every morning every time you see someone say good morning mm. morning morning so what did you have to like code switch? Because you know, on the ends there's a certain <laughs>
4: rapport, a certain way of chatting with the manager. Yeah, then when you get into the professional, yeah, you have to like sort yeah. of change your demeanor. Yeah, yeah. And
2: it's, I, with players, you can play, you can be, you can be yourself. But with staff, other staff, coaching staff, medical staff, everyone just be professional. Like, I remember like my first time I met my twenty fifth coach when I first signed. I said, "Oh, morning, you're all right." She said, "You're right. Easy, good." I'm walking down the corridor, when I look back, he's still, he's still staring at me. And I'm thinking, why is he like, I'm stand staring at me for this long? Like, we said morning, bro, we're like, what's going on? But yeah, it's, it's like little things just go like clock on, like mm-hmm. Stuff
4: like that, it's mad. Mm, so obviously you're at Middlesbrough now, like closing in on the first team. So when was that moment that you were called in to train with, I don't know, Neil Warnock?
2: So no, my first time i actually ever trained with the first team was the first year I signed for Barra. Okay. In preseason, So I came, so when I signed for team, played for twenty three Barra 23s, f- few games in pre-season, but Woodgate was the guy at the time. Yeah. When I played, I remember, I can't remember, we played one, one, one non-league team. I was just doing them in, but <laughs> I was doing them in. Then when, would, would, would get, when Woodgate, when John Fugger liked to, let like to me, yeah, train with us tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, to train with them now. Then, just training, Doing more, it would play saying like you got talent. Just keep going, keep going, keep going.
4: So which like sort of players took you under their wing, kind of thing? That like, so, so when
2: I first when I first got there, I'll say what well, you talking about from the first team, or in the whole club in general. I
4: would say first team, Britt. Yeah, yeah, bigger um, Britt.
2: Yeah. Shots.
4: oh Ryan Short. Ryan Shotton.
2: Yeah. Um, he also there at the time, man. Marcus Avenir
4: oh yeah he's gone to Bournemouth yeah
2: Um, and a few more players yeah George Friend George Friend I can can never leave that guy out man legend always had my back always
3: so obviously you um, you're at Borough and obviously you sort of like you're there and then you go out on loan how was that experience
2: the first my first loan was very bad very very bad because I got to a point when, I, when I'm playing 23s I'm saying to my agent and the 23s um, manager and stuff like that I'm too good to be playing 23s
4: so do you say this or does your agent sort of give the club
2: the nudge I, I said I said to the coach I said oh, I don't think 23s is helping me like it's, 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 it's helping me develop but I want to test myself in a the pro- pro- professional game then he said you know what yeah, you, you are too good for 23s. What I used to, what I used to do in games, even our, our team was good in 23s, but like, the best players like me, Konamali, Ben Liddle, Sam Faloran that came about with mm. me, like, we we could, you could see we're just a, a level above 23s. Mm. Then, deadline day comes, I go on loan to St. Johnson's, Scotland. Probably, putting not the, good, 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 good people there, good people, good staff. Just didn't work out, man.
4: So in terms of, how is that decision made? Obviously, like, in terms of a loan club, do, does the, your agent put teams on the table that, okay, St. Johnston are interested, X is interested. Okay, let's go there. Or how how do you come about to that? Or are they the so, only club so interested? So my agent
2: and the club will try to work together to find a Solution. Because you got to remember, I'm new to this... Professional, professional game <laughs> yeah. now. Like, it's <laughs> not like you can tell, like, a well-in there, yeah, come, 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 <laughs> get us out here. You know what I mean? It's different now. Yeah. So the, the, my agent and the club will try to work together. Then we had we had like Stevenage, we had um, Saint Johnson and A. United, so we had two Scottish teams on one. And this is this is like the f- deadline day. It's like the final day. So like when it comes to the final day, like it's hard to get teams because teams already done their business mm. or teams are trying to push, push or pursue their main targets. So I sat down. I was on the phone with my agent saying, "Yeah, what what team do you think's best?" Then we just we just try to balance out. Then he said. Go He wanted me to go Air He wanted me to go Air United
4: So were they in the Second division Yeah they are
2: in The Scottish champ At the time yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said to myself If a Scottish Premier team Interested in me well, Why not I just go then Try So that happened now Signed Done the papers and that But the funny thing about that For that day was So I was training I was training there. So I only found out I only found out I was leaving After training So I, but I knew that was talks Before training I was training 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 go we up to have lunch then everyone's saying oh good luck on your loan and I'm thinking like what are you talking about he's like yeah you're leaving I said I ain't going tonight he said yeah but you're going to leave on loan I said fine then they, they said to me their manager um, Tommy Wright what's his name They're Tommy Wright St John's manager will call you in the next hour or two so I'm on my phone now I see a plus plus four four, but I'm going to change him but I'm not, thinking, I'm not thinking it's the, the St. Johnson manager. Mm-hmm. So I was on the phone I said, Yo. I, man- I, so I yeah, said, Yo, I put one of the Mandem's. I said, Yo. Mandem, you know number. <laughs> <you know> <laughs> yeah, I put new number. I said, Yo. He's like, Um, hello. He's like, I Jones. I said, Oh, I said, I'll call you back one second. So I lost on the phone. I said, Jesus Christ, that's a bad first impression. <laughs> I'm back now. I said, Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Hello, I can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> then he asked me about my shirt number and stuff. And I said, I'll have number 20. I was mm. A20 at the time. I was 20 at the time. Mm. I was just take number 20. Then went there. I was saying I enjoyed the first two, three weeks training, getting, getting to know the lads, the, the area and stuff like that. Then made my debut for them in a cup game, game against air. Oh, and it was, man. it was mad because when we traveled there I got to their ground, them air managers like to me, should have come here, should have come here. Mm. I like, I know, but I want to test myself. He said, no, I understand that. I understand that. When came on for like the last six minutes, should have scored. Then I think from that moment, my first game, I don't know what happened. Everything just went downhill. I think it was just them, like where I living, in, like the first time me being away from home. Mm. Like me moving from London to Borough is a really far from home. But me going up to Opsa is quite, quite from home. That's too far from home. And especially them times... COVID hit yeah. so, so I was stuck up there for mm. like good four or five months so, so were, were you with family or no
4: by myself jeez that must have by been myself. and this is what people don't see man like so
2: how was that hard man I've been so hard especially at the age of 20 so hard like people people do it from a younger age but to go to, come, to do it from where I've come from being at home playing non-league then getting a move okay pro move and going further to Scotland a, like an eight hour drive or seven hours on train and a quick hour plane journey but it's still far because you don't really see a family then like when, when Christmas comes and like you don't spend time with your family there's a lot of things like I haven't done with my family on Christmas day or stuff like that it's hard man that'll be just it's hard
4: so in terms of it not working out so what were the reasons was it tactical was it maybe you was it the club like where why didn't it go wrong I don't think you made any league appearances for
2: them, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. So the, the, their thing was they they kept saying to my agent, "As I not social enough." Okay. But their banner's weird, bro. Like your their man's <laughs> banner is weird. Like you're in a shower and that you yeah, bring out your knob and them thing there. That I went from that don't run. Mm. Like, them thing don't run. Like mad thing don't run. Like and they'll say, "No, oh, I'm always on my phone. I don't talk." Like, he just, he comes training, he just trains and leaves. I'm thinking, bro, like, there's no one, the only person I used to talk to there, when I'm, like, properly, was a goalkeeper called Xander Clark. Xander Clark properly, then maybe Callum, Callum Hendry, that he's at Southwood now. Mm, I just okay. talked to him here and there, but mm. I won't, I won't talk to him, like, properly. Mm. Like, cause they're not my people, them. Like, I'm only here for six months. That's mm. like, that's my mentality. I'm, I'm only here for like six months. Let me just do my thing and go back to Borough. But I'll say, like, so
4: so what do you think they're probably thinking you know what he's a lone player he's not committed we've got we want people here that abide into the project but he obviously he's not socialising so we don't think he buys into what we're trying to do. I think
2: that was part of it as well Mm. I think that was part of it but he the the guy used to tell me all the time like your chance will come your chance will come Mm. but he'll say you will still be saying that but my chance is never coming like in back of my mind I'm thinking you're saying this now just just, you can say keep me interested yeah keep me interested Mm. but just i rather you just tell me, you know what, you need to do this, do X, Y, Z in training. That's fine, tell me to do that, I'll do it. But if, for me to pro- do well in training, you're saying, keep performing, keep performing, keep, your, your chance will come. It's a lie, bro.
3: So, obviously, this must be difficult mentally. COVID hits, not playing games, you know, they're saying that you're too quiet, you're not socialising, you're not doing this. You go back home to yourself, there's no family, there's no friends. What's going on in your head, bro?
2: Get me out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like it got it got to a stage, yeah. Before, even before COVID hit, I called my agent. I like, gave him back to borrow. Like so, I said, I wanted to end this loan like quickly. Like I didn't want to be here no more. And I don't know if it was like a, I feel it was like a ment it was a mental mentality thing, for me. It was just it was hard for me, being away from bad people you love and like you stuff like that, to go to Scotland and just play. And the, the, the only way you can contact your family is with Facetime yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I'm I'm living with a family as well. Oh, what so is it like a digs? So it was like a digs, but I'm yeah. living with a whole family. Like they're married, they've got kids. Mm. Like the, the kids are not young. They're like not my age, but like two, three years younger. But I, I'm just in my room, locked up, just playing FIFA.
4: So, because I know we were speaking to like another younger player, Carlos um, Carlos Richards from Derby, and he was sort of saying that clubs. And kind of like get reports back from the family, so uh Saint Johnson getting reports back from the family saying that ah oh, socialized, you know, he's not so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, the, the one, the one thing they used to hate. They, okay, The one thing they used to hate. What I used to do. Yeah.
4: Mm.
2: They used to have dinner, but they call it tea in it. So mm. they used to have what we say dinner. So we they would have dinner at six. Yeah. Mm. I'm not hungry at six, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm. Once I said to them, I'm not hungry. I don't eat, and they're like, "What do you mean? It's, it's tea time." I said, "Yeah, but I'm not hungry. You can't force me to eat." <laughs> like, I I get you to eat at six, but some black people we need to eat like eight, nine. <laughs> now, you know these things, like you know what I mean? Like like we don't eat at six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, cause I said I said to her like, if I eat now, I'm gonna be hungry later on. Mm. So I rather just have like snacks here and there, mm. and just eat later in the night. Mm-hmm. But her, her husband understood that I was trying to say like you can't force the kid to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Overall, they were good family, yeah, but just that yeah. one time, I think I pissed mm-hmm. them off.
4: Cool. So, you come back to Middlesbrough. Then the next season, you go out on loan again to Scotland, Queen of the South. How was that?
2: <laughs> I'll say the best. It was good, man. But in my mentality, my mentality was different at times. Like, okay, this is my last year at Borough. One year, one year left on my deal. It's make or break. Yeah, now you're this, telling yourself that. yeah. 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 This, this loan is make or break. Because it's either, if I, if I don't perform well on this loan is back to maybe non-league or conference or yeah. so I said to myself this loan I've got to show what I can do on this loan right here so like that that deal that that, that that deal even happened weird as well
4: so what teams were in the mix then because obviously you went on loan to St Johnston by the stats it didn't work so were teams still interested around the table or was it more of a harder sell
2: no those teams I like, was like Plymouth I think Plymouth Stevenage again there was like, teams like League 2 like, hovering about. But the, the funny thing about it, I don't think I was meant to go to Queen in the South that year. I meant to go to League 2, side, but I said to myself, no, I'm not going to Queen in the South. But Wait, why? It-
3: that, that, because I'm baffled, bro, because you've had a horror time in Scotland.
2: And you're like, okay, <laughs> then we go to Scotland. How did you like... Why? To show that I, if I can... Just the. Uh, Redemption. <laughs> so basically, like going back to the scene of the crime. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> go there and, and I say, yeah, I, I can do it in this league, even in the league below. Yeah. I can do it there. I, I don't I don't seem like go out there and seem like I'm a failure. Mm. So I said yeah. I told my agent, Queen and South is, I think I can help. The, like the position they were in, and the team was young as well. I said, good environment. Everyone's young, so everyone's roughly the same age. The brothers from London there and that, you know what I mean? Uh, so know what I mean.
4: This is what I wanted.
2: I'll go there. So gone there now. So even like to the get there, I remember like I was on training ground, just finished training and like, that they said, Oh the um the 23s guy said oh how quick how quick do you think you get Scotland right now? I said, What do you mean? I said it's it's four thirty. He said, Yeah, your train's at five thirty. So I was like, and my so my train's in an like, hour oh, to get there. He said, yeah. So I had to go home, pack bare things, drop my keys to my brethren, the other I living in, and go up there and sign there. Met the, met the manager and the players. Lovely people. Everyone there, lovely. Alan Johnson, Sandy, the, the two coaches. Gavin, the physio coach, everyone was nice. Just train now, training. Then, don't go training. and started my first, the first game was on the weekend and I signed on a Thursday. So I trained once on a Friday then played the Saturday scored but we lost 2-1. Then I said to myself okay I played well but we lost. This is a good even even we lost for your own performance this is a good starting point. Base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then from there carried on played the hearts on TV drew on one I gave them a third time and <laughs> mashing them up. And from there I was just gaining mad confidence then after I played Dundee won a penalty in like 20 seconds. Like everyone used to call me the penalty I used to Win a lot of penalties. You finish, you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> say like, I'm the best at winning penalties. Well, that's what people say. I don't I don't say I am in it. Yeah. But yeah, so I was like, just going there, playing. I was just fearless. Yeah. And I was just fearless. At my second my second spell in Scotland, then, it, it came to like a no end, but like a like a it stopped. I pulled a hamstring injury. But I blame myself for my own injuries, my, what happened up there. So you, you know, them ones like, I, I don't know like if you've ever done this before. You're just chilling, yeah? But you've got something important to do the next day. It's like, you're just playing games, 12 o'clock. Say to yourself, I'm going to bed at one. Yeah. One when, when o'clock comes, I'll go to bed at two. Uh. Two o'clock comes, I'll go to bed at three. <laughs> then, go. yeah. I go to bed at six in the morning. So I basically had the all night, yeah? But I'm just chilling. I'm just watching YouTube on my phone at like, this time. But I'm not tired. I don't. got a game. i got to travel in the next hour and a half. So that happened now. So, I travelled, travelled, playing well. But I was having a bad twenty minutes in the game. I said, "Yeah, I'm. I'm so tired. Right, my eyes are shut. <laughs> I'm so tired right now." Then I got assist. Was winning like four to half time. Then I I was through and go one time. Then my hamstring does was...
4: that tight sensation that yeah, when you're running. Yeah,
2: never... It was running. That I thought like it's like 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 a, like a pop. That like someone shot me. But I said, okay. Them carry on, like, when they went for like a second when yeah. okay, I kind of went, went bam my hamstring mm-hmm. popped out for like 46 weeks and that 46 weeks there was like a very hard thing to take because your, your your loan's going so well and to go but when you go back you're not going to be the same player that you was because mm. you're going to have doubts in your mind having hamstring injuries
4: mm, definitely I, I had hamstring injury <laughs> recently and bro it's it's a joke but yeah so you have that successful loan spell Obviously, like, what's the conversation next? Is it, okay, another loan or a Middlesbrough sort of thinking? You know so, what?
2: This is your time. No. So the, the plan was go go um, pre-season with them. But I think the okay, I didn't tell you this. The only reason why I don't feel I playing the first team earlier is because I had a mad altercation with Neil Warnock. Okay. Not the season where I went to Queen in the South.
4: Okay, what happened?
2: It's childish, though. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like my birthday come now so i'm through like a mad apartment party in central so i'm, I'm when i'm planning this they call me saying oh yeah the first team we are in early they want you to come in okay i said what date they said 26th of june i said that's my birthday they said yeah well you gotta come in i said cool so I, after coming come the phone i'm like like I'm getting fuming, like I spent bare, man, I just come from Costco, and I was <laughs> yeah, stacking up, stacking the, up the bottles and stuff like that <laughs> for the thing. And I said to my bridging, "Like, what should I do?" He said, "If you go, that means you just give me free money." I said, "Yeah, you see that? You see what you said there? Nah, I'm I'm gonna do this party." But as I, I said, I called. I went to the, done my party now. I called my boy. I said, "Bro, I need you to drop me to Middlesbrough from Central London." <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll give you cash. Right, The cash is right here, right now for petrol. He said, cool, pick me up at 6, like 30. Then I got to, um, I got to borrow about like 9. So we got there quick. Yeah. I trained at 10. So I said to myself, cool, let me go shower in that. Shower, shower, shower now. That was it, bro. Showered. I saw you just lying down in your bed. Not, not out. Uh, my phone rings. No one cool. I see no one at my phone cooling. So I answered phone, he said, where the, are you? I said, I'm, like, I'm, I'm in my towel. I'm just in a towel on, on the hotel bed, just chilling like this. I'm like, I said, no, no, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. He said, no, stay home. Yeah, just stay home. It's, uh, cool. Like, From there, I said, yeah, I'm going back to London. So I went back to London the same day and just carried on my apartment party for the whole thing, the geez. whole week.
4: But again, some people might look at that and think, this is unprofessional. Like you're, you're assigned to a pro club, Middlesbrough, big championship club at the time why did you throw away that opportunity obviously now we can see everything worked out but at that time that could have been it
2: no I said it's stupid mm. but sometimes you go yeah go for game what did you learn? <laughs> <laughs> what did Tra- you learn what did you learn from that no I learned no I, I said I said I learned. what I learned from that mistake was anything to do with anything other than football don't do it yeah even if you've got things planned and something happens at the football, something football related comes up do the football thing so it made me more wiser smarter and stuff like that so obviously the
4: the next season obviously you got your opportunity under Neil, Neil Warnock, Warnock. Yeah. again
2: so like redemption so yeah redemption so he said to me I've seen what you've done at Queen The South and I've seen you you've, turned, you've gone from a boy to a man in the space of since we've had we've had the argument to now I said no I've agreed so he brought me to Coomwell on the pre-season tour I was doing well, doing very well when we played Rotherham in the pre- last pre season game. Then I broke my nose that game, going up for a header. Then I remember after the game, he was saying, Don't worry, we're going to need you next week. So in my head, I'm thinking, next week, that's when the season starts. He said, Yeah, we're going to need you next week. So in my head, I'm thinking, Well, am I really going to go into the first team game now? Then Done my surgery and not my operation, my nose, and whatnot. Then the game comes, he puts me for the last 20 minutes, and the rest is history. You get assist. Yeah.
4: that season, mad cool. like yeah. your name was the ringing game. some serious yeah. alarm bells. Like <laughs> everywhere you go, Isaiah like, hey, Jones, he's next up. This guy's mad, yeah. wing back, he's doing these things. So, like, talk to us about that because you were he well, started off in the non league, you know, Lambert four stars, two in the Mitcham, then bang. Your front center everywhere. So how how is that going through that?
2: It's crazy, man. Like it just like you just can't believe it. Like where I've come from, like to come to, to do what not to do what I've done, but to go from non new and go to first team in less than two two years, two two, yeah, two years. But in football terms, three seasons. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm blessed that everything I've done so far, it's, it's only going up.
4: Yeah
3: and how do you assess that season because I remember as Dej said alarm bells all over the place your name's getting linked to this club that club you're just absolutely dominating the scene so within yourself how did you feel when you walked onto the football pitch in that season
2: fearless like yeah. just fearless Like I, I don't know what it was it's, it's, it's fearless but it's excitement at the same time because mm. because your breakthrough season for me I don't. Uh, for you know, it could be different for people for me it's like Show that you can play at this level. Don't give people doubts in their mind saying, is he good enough? Is he not? Mm-hmm. Just pre- perform well, give 100%. Even if you have the right ability, just show heart and stuff like that. So people can, mm-hmm. fans and coaches can go from there. But that whole season was mad. Playing, playing left wing for Warnock. Mm-hmm. The man to man system, follow your man everywhere. Then Chris Wilder comes in. It's like, even when he came in, I'm thinking like, where am I going to play now? Because he plays three-five-two. Mm. Then he, when, when he came, when he got appointed he was, he was he was having individual meetings with everyone but I was dodging these meetings because I didn't want to meet him then well, why? I don't know I just I, I just I feel like I just couldn't be asked to go into his office and talk to him I'll be real there's no, no disrespect to him I just feel like me sitting down waiting for you to talk to me is, I'll just talk to you when I'm ready to talk mm-hmm. to you then we spoke after like his second day he said oh I want to try your wing back how do you feel about that? I said, wing back. I said, yeah I said, listen, I don't <laughs> mind, but I ain't running back. <laughs> he said, no, he said you he said you'll be running back.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: when I, said, I, I said I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. Then But that
4: was the position you played at too in the Mitchum where you had that mad game as well. So it's like it went full circle kind of thing.
2: Yeah, but I don't wanna play I didn't want to play wing back, but I didn't want to play there. After like a, after like a few games, you're like, you know what? It's not bad, you
3: know. I'm having fun. I'm having <laughs> yeah, fun. It's not bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun. It's not yeah. bad.
2: But it was a mad transition from Walnut playing style to Wilder playing style. Like, mm-hmm. mad transition. Even, like, when Wilder came in his first week of training for, like, pre-season. Yeah. Like, the intensity of training. Because like, we're just used to, like, little mess about man-to-man in, like, games or whatnot. But Wilder wanted that like, full pressing every, everywhere in training. So, like, after the training session, you'd be like... <laughs> and you think it's pre-season. Like, why, we think, why, why, are, we so, why are we blowing so hard? Like, we don't get But it's good, though, man.
4: Mm, that season, you got what? One goal, nine yeah, assists, which is a decent outlet in terms of your first at that level. So, as we said, obviously, like, there was a lot of attention on you. Like, clubs were being interested, like Palace, West Ham, Bear Clubs. Did anything ever get put forward to you in terms of a proper...
2: Um maybe maybe not we'll never know only my agent knows like he told you he tells you what's going on okay like, he just tells what's going on I'm not involved in anything
4: okay so how that, did he tell you that you know what Why there's like <laughs> intro like
2: so now like, he told me there's interest like teams want you and stuff like that
4: was this at prem level I can't say obviously I'm not asking for clubs like level
2: level yeah yeah there oh yeah, that prime <laughs> yeah, there yeah was the prem like level, the prem level, those champ that good championship level, yeah. And on abroad. Yeah, like those good, those good teams there. Yeah. But it just was never done to, like, never done to me with the with the, the final save, mm. Down to borrow my agent to sort out. But mm. it was good to hear that you getting linked to these teams, like especially where I come from, league. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like to see like, Palace, West Ham, all these teams. You're thinking, you know what? Keep going if these teams want you now, imagine when you have another season on your boat and you're seasoned.
1: Yeah.
2: It's different.
3: It's actually mad because I remember that season it was you and Jed Spence. Just my yeah. way, man. <laughs> Big up Jed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Big up Jed you guys were just like destroying the right side like, <laughs> I used to speak to bear contacts in the game who you having Isaiah Jones or Jess Spence 50-50 split <laughs> I don't know I don't know they're both they're both they're both and hard. he was at Middlesbrough as well like yeah, yeah.
4: So, and what happened I mean, Jed,
3: yeah, like, he had something with Neil Warnock yeah. as well because when he got promoted we all saw that <laughs> <laughs> what happened there
4: Izzy knows no know? know, <laughs> you not,
2: not his you not his like there's two different opinions man hmm and that's what football is yeah game of Mm. opinions it's a game of opinions a manager thinks maybe not good enough for for him and and that's how it is Mm. so
3: if you don't mind talk to us about the experience with Chris Wilder because I think towards the back end of the season it kind of petered out what what was
2: happening behind the scenes I've heard this I've heard this a lot boy but um you were there (laughs) yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you don't need to hear (laughs) he came in he came in football was good like we're playing football, like you know how he plays overlapping, yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah. mad, like teams, <laughs> batting, of yeah, batting, yeah, teams, teams don't know what's going on <laughs> in it. Like teams are baffled. Like, I remember we played, I feel like, like wow, this first game. We played, we played Huddersfield, yeah. I felt like we were was was popping, I felt like it was prime bar like, popping them. And you got their gap, their, their man, the skipper saying, We can't get nowhere near them, yeah. And when a when, when when team says that, you know, you got them where you yeah. want them, yeah, then like. So the whole season was good. Played, we also we to be played that that season, under Wilder. We even played like the Premier the Premier League in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we we rolled luck against Man United. But sometimes you need luck. Tottenham came Riverside. I uh, so, uh, we I think yeah. we bought them off the park. Them, oh god damn it, bro. <laughs> then Chelsea played Chelsea. They were too good. When I think for me after that after that Chelsea after that break, after the Chelsea game we had like a four five day break. And maybe I think teams maybe figured out how Borough plays now And how we, we can suss mm. them out And that's how I think it kind of died Back in the
4: Yeah because like, I was like Speaking to someone close to um, Middlesbrough and I know I think during that season There was interest from Burnley um, To Chris Wilder And I was hearing stories like during training <laughs> It was kind of like taking calls Like there's a hill and it was walking down the hill To take the calls during training
2: uh, No no that's unprofessional, bro.
4: <laughs> no, but that's what I was hearing in terms yeah, of. So, yeah. like, the players are kind of thinking, mm, we've got a manager that mm. potentially he's not all into the project, and that may be spilled onto the pitch. That's why the season petered out.
2: No, nah, he, he was 100% all in. Yeah. He was always all in, man. Like, even when he's getting linked, you're still there training.
4: So, did he clarify with the players that, like, listen, yeah, boys, I, there's so much mm. noise out there. I'm all in with you guys. Yeah, yeah, forget yeah,
2: yeah. that. We, we, had, we had numerous meetings about that. Okay.
3: Because mm, I, I think I heard from someone that he said, I'm going. And then all of a sudden, he, he was staying. Like, so surely, obviously, obviously, from the outside looking in, we're looking at okay, Middlesbrough are flying. Then all of a sudden, it didn't like the results didn't add up from from a from a viewer's perspective.
2: No, it just got to a point where like I think me personally, I think we got found out. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think we got found out in the sense that like people clucked how the, the overlap and said how to stop it, and mm-hmm. and if you if you watched our games that season or the back end. We used to consider a lot of goals on the break, because the way we play is so expansive and there's bare space. Teams can bypass midfield sometimes and have fun. Yeah, have fun <laughs> sometimes. But I'll say, I'll say maybe yeah, I'll say it died out a bit. But we we take the blame for that. Mm. For I think the last six eight games we we wasn't good enough, and we take like we were losing to teams no disrespect like Bristol City away from home yeah. losing to yeah. Barnsley away from home and they bombed the table no disrespect to them like, we yeah. shouldn't be losing these games so I'll say that the, we, we lost against the smaller teams that the teams that we should have beaten mm. I, think if, I think if you are beaten them and we're going to the playoffs that year I think we'd have won the playoffs
4: mm, so season ends award ceremony young player of the year players player of the year you're the man like everyone's talking about Izzy saying like listen this guy's going to the top what happens next like, is there interest is there concrete offers to your age I know we spoke about interest but was there like concrete offers
2: um I don't I don't I don't know anything about concrete offers because I told my agent like, don't tell me those things like you just saw you, know, you yeah. in the club so I don't know if, I know I know about interest but I don't know if there any concrete offers on the table and if there was it would have it been it would have been hard because as you said earlier I had, good, I had a good season and Jed Spencer, Jed Spencer my boy Jed still in the books of borough at the time mm. and he's had a they they won Promotions, promotion yeah. so you have two right backs there and it's probably, it's probably who you get the most money for at the time mm. but Barrow always told me that they never wanted me to leave so it was like I I, I didn't really mind because I was enjoying my football playing under Chris Wilder and if you saw us even even it died out back in end of his first half season we can build from that to go into the new season so I look forward to the new season with him, with Lamgate signings, and take the, take the championship by storm. That was the plan.
3: I hear you, my bro. So the new season comes. Obviously, you stay at Barra. Obviously, we all know there was interest. Maybe stuff was close. You're not going to tell us today. <laughs> yeah. um, what happens?
2: So first game. So we can start from preseason. Players from last season leave. Of course, wants his own players. His own, you know. What I mean, it happens in football. Players leave. Then a week leading up to the game, we sell our best player, Marcus Ta- Tavernier to Bournemouth. So it, it maybe created a little not divide but tension between Wilder and Bar. Maybe I'm not too sure. But I thought we. I thought you know, even if tav has gone, even he's our best player, like he's a big miss. But as a, as a group, we're still good enough to get promoted or playoffs at least. So first game play West Brom, I scored G one one We should have won that game, in my opinion. Man. But it was the first like, 10 games, 15 games that season, felt so weird because we were like playing the barefoot. We were, we were dominating teams. We just couldn't score. That was the stigma at the time. Like, teams, teams where we play, were playing today saying, how you look, how you look down here? We say saying we just can't score goals.
3: So this is the time when Chuba Akpom's not really... In the picture right now,
2: right? Yeah. We had a banner at, at the time, yeah? yeah? We used to say, Tuba's in Castle More.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, i, love oh, that, I love
2: that, banner of that. Because Tuba, they got Tuba my way every time. He was training with 23 at the time, 23's in it. So we say, yeah, you're the Castle More, though. like, there's a banner in it. Yeah. But you see what he's done this season, you can only. Like just as a as a even as a teammates, thank you for you done a, for the team giving us hope and what you've done, you done. He deserves all the acc- accolades he got this season, man. To come from being not in the squad. So how did he get reintegrated?
3: Like what what was obviously a new manager came in and obviously confidence and all of that stuff. But in terms of that, like sort of process in regards to being with Chris, what was that? How was Chuba recognized around the team?
2: Everyone knew Chiba was a player. Everyone knew that Chiba's a baller. Mm. But I think there was a stigma on him from the walnut days that he had bad attitude and stuff like that. And when teams say a player had bad attitude, some mm, it managers sticks know, in it. Sticks, it. In it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what Wilder probably thought. He had bad attitude. But we used to tell him, like, no, good guy. All you, all you want to do is win. Then I think we didn't get no strikers in. So Wilder said, "I'll oh, just come play 30 minutes. Because Marseille in the pre-season game... He done well. Next year, next year, you know, she was starting at West Brom. So, like, his whole preseason, not training with us until until the lead the lead, lead, um, lead into the first game of the season. Yeah. Then, from there, from five the whole season, man.
4: Because mm, he obviously, these positions, number 10. So, did he start off as a striker or was he always in that sort of number 10? So,
2: under Wilder, so it was just, it was just two strikers, but one does that, like, one would do like come link play. And Chuba, Chuba's good with the ball at his feet and stuff like that, so you've got that link and play. Then I think he was enjoying it when, when Michael Catt came in now. He just took it into another level, just saying, I think you can play this 10 role perfectly. Because for me, in our team, I'll say him, Mark Bowler, Riley McGree, on the ball, played the best on the ball. Like, technically, like, so. you're going to try to get your best players on the ball as much as possible so I think the 10 role suits Tuba a lot man and and especially getting goals from there as well so it's crazy
4: yeah he had a mad season what 28 goals 29 goals or something like that yeah all in player of the season player of the season and he's being linked with like a lot of Prem teams like Luton and stuff like that so what's your view on that obviously when you score those goals you're going to garner attention attraction because like any striker bang goes in the champ, they get cocked kind yeah. of thing. So as a teammate and a friend, like, what, what's your view on it? Because obviously teammate, you don't want to lose him. Friend, like, I listen, get, I want you to glow up.
2: I want you to do your so, thing, kind from, of thing. From a selfish point of view, teammate, you don't want him to go. Mm. Yeah. But as my brother, I was just wishing the best if he yeah. leaves. Mm. If he leaves, he does. If he, if he don't leave, then great. But if he leaves, then I'm wishing the best because that's my bro for life, man. Mm. He deserves everything he's getting so far. Like if, 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 if People don't really see the hard work he's put in. like Even in training, like when he scores, he celebrates like it's like a proper game, bro. <laughs> like he'll score tapping. Come on <laughs> Like Cheney don't lose or nothing, man. So Ooh. if he get everything you get if he leaves the season, he goes to the Prem or wherever he goes, there's a well deserved, man. Can't knock him.
4: Mm, for me, like obviously I wanna move back to you because it's an interesting case. that like, I've been thinking, I've been looking, and it doesn't really add up in terms of the first season and the second season. Some people might say second season syndrome, it's like First season, you're fearless. I'm going to these stadiums. I'm going to twist up my man. Second season, it's like, oh, we got the tape on Izzy. Okay, this is what he likes. Ah, we've got him. But there's another dynamic. The manager might not really fancy you like the other managers might fancy you because, or other people might say, listen, this is normal. Like you've just come from non-league. First season, you spike. Now you're going to hit a little bit of a plateau. Like, So what's been going
2: on? It's a lot, man. It's a lot. So I, I was, I'll shut this down from now. Me and the Gaffer never had a falling out. People think Carrie don't like me. I don't like Carrot. Never the case. I just I just had a lot of things off the pitch that was going on. So i had, my mistress was pregnant. I had family members like seven family members die in one season, like in this this year alone. Then I'm going through like mental health problems. Like you know the first to know. Mm. Yeah, the club knew, but not the players. The only I think the only player that knew I was going through like mad things, so like, bowler. Like I was going through, like, a lot of mental health issues, like, taking tablets.
3: What, that antidepressant? Yeah,
2: like mad things, bro, like, I don't know what it was, like, and you can't really bring that energy when you have that, when when your missus is pregnant, because you don't want to show your <sighs> vulnerable at stage where she needs you the most when she's going through birth and stuff like that. Yeah. Then, so I go to a point where I was playing, then I remember, I lean up to, like, a day before a game, my mum called me saying, your things passed away on the coach. And I, just, I, I didn't really, I broke down, but I, I didn't break down like to show my teammates that I'm sad, in it. So I said, cool, I'll try to play and whatnot. Then when, when you're on the pitch, that's so what you don't think. Like for me, the games is going by me. I'm losing, I'm losing like my great uncles that have, that have supported me from day one. Everyone, even my, even my granddad's dad passed. Like it's crazy, man. I've had people passing when like, it messed me up mentally, like, thinking-wise. So that, so the, the the times where I wasn't playing in the squad was stuff like that. So I remember, like, training one time, Chuba, everyone was saying, like, Izzy, what's wrong? I said, no, nah, not wrong. Like, I don't to tell my teammates, like, I'm going through deep, like, deep things. I used to say, no, nah, I'm good, man, I'm good. Then Chuba like, come on, Izzy, lie with that, man. You're not, you're not you, you're not your, your normal self. And I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm good, I'm good. Then I got to the point I said, I need to tell the gaffer, because right now, I don't want to play football no more. Like, I got to that stage where I didn't want to play football no more. Like, I just wanted to stop. So I went to him. I said, Gaffa, can we, like, can we have a serious conversation? Like, I even broke down in this conversation, like, mad broke down. I said to him, like, what what, what, you, what, you what you want what you want me to do for you? I can't give you, this, like, this season or right now. He said, why, what's up? I said, oh, I'm going through some deep mental health issues, like, mentally. He said, like, what do you mean? I said, I'm not here. Like, I remember when the club doctor said to me, like, how deep are you in? Like, you you feel like commit suicide now? I said, not that deep. Said, I just don't want to be nowhere near this building, be outside, I was in a dark place, man. Then the gaffer, when I went out to the gaffer, he was like, oh, but how are you though, like, mentally, I said, not, not the best. Then he offered me to say, do you want to take a couple like weeks off and that? I said, no, if I do that, I'll go into a more deep hole. So I just said to him, I'll train, well, I said, I'll train, but I won't be training at my best because what I'm going through. He said, no, I understand that, like, what you're going through is not normal. Especially, they used to say, because you're young, and if you're going through in in life, it's going to affect you. Mm. Like, people want you to perform week in, week out. Then you've got a missus at home that's pregnant. Then if you have a bad game, you're getting, you're like the scapegoat Mm. and stuff like that. Because
4: football is a very, like, macho environment. The fans can get on to you. And... I think we have to kind of big up Michael Carrick because I know I think after the Merewool game he was asked what's going on with Izzy and he sort of like protects you saying you know what? there's other people in the squad that are performing other managers could say oh, there's a personal so he kept the pressure off of you Yeah. So like... that,
2: that, that's, that's how I always respect him what he's done for me in, in those from like four months five months when I wasn't playing or starting because everyone wants me to be the, be the same Izzy but if, I, if I'm not Myself, that was last oh. season. I can't, mm. like, people, I don't think people realise, like, people think, because we're footballers, we, we don't go through mad things. That's not the case. We don't know our personal life. Like, like, for me to tell you, like, now, I had seven people pass away this season. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, that's yeah, a lot, you know. Yeah, that's
4: uh, heavy loads for someone for heavy... so young, and you're about to have your first for, youth as yeah, well. It's crazy. you got a So there's so many different dynamics. At work, you're expected to perform at a top level. Yeah. It's not like you're in the office, you're in the public where, at a big club where, ah, oh, if Izzy's not performing, what's going
2: on? Like, I remember, I remember even one time my missus' mum came round, and my mum, and this is when my, my missus gave birth. Like, I was still in the deep things I was. I remember like 2am, I just got out of bed, went in my, my garden, and just put my hood up, and just sitting there. Then my mum, my mum would say, what's wrong? I'd just start crying. My mum, my missus' mum couldn't me, so I'd start crying. And like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Like But well, I think my mum knew what I was going through, but she didn't want to add more pressure. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So just, just let me be even. So like this season's been a weird season man, hard season for me yeah. personally off the pitch. And, and on the pitch. I can't be myself how I want to play on the pitch. That's like, it's taking a lot of me to see her.
4: No, bro, first of mm-hmm. all, like thank you for being so like vulnerable and open enough oh, to tell man. us on the platform, man, because that takes some strength in itself. A lot of people just oh, mm. obviously like my performances, but for you to go into detail, I think yeah. now Middlesbrough fans and football fans are able to like know what was going on. So, like, first of all, like, how are you now, though, bro?
2: No, I'm in the best place now, man. I'm, yeah. I'm myself oh, yeah. again now, man. Like, even, yeah. cool. even yeah, back like, end of the season, you were doing
4: a madness, yeah, bro.
2: I, that whole game, you turned it <laughs> on his head, fam. No, I'm, I'll say I'm, yeah. back, I'm back to myself. Yeah. Man. I think that I'm, ho- I'm hoping that side's gone past me. I've, I've moved. I've moved from them them dark times now. Mm. Cause what 'cause them times what I used to try to do, I used to try to sort everything the one part. at a time. Mm-hmm. Like not all like, altogether, I mean, but now when I done when I started doing things one at a time, I felt less pressure myself now. When as you said, coming from the whole game, was a, when I told the gaffer, or the gaffer said to me, I think you're ready now. Yeah, yeah, I've seen back. you, like you're yeah, back yeah, like yeah. training, you're showing the signs of that putting in that game, then the rest yeah. talk though.
3: No, obviously I don't want to even like dive too much into it. But in terms of like the thought process, like what was actually going on in your head? Because I think it's important, man. Because we get people that listen to this. We've spoken to Viv Solomon. Obviously, he had like a different sort of depression. He was saying that when he was injured, he was out for six months. Just didn't want to get out of bed. Didn't want to shower. Just didn't want to speak to anyone. So in terms of like, in you know, when you're at home, what what was going on in your head, bro?
2: When I was at home, a lot, man. Like at times I didn't care about nothing. When I'm thinking I've got a kid in the way, so I go, I have to care. Mm. Like, remember, like even like me and Mrs. Used to have arguments. She used to say, "What's wrong?" And I used to say, "Nothing." Well, Mrs. Knows something wrong with me, but I wouldn't tell her, because mm. I don't want to, feel, make, make her feel Cause want to make her feel vulnerable. She's pregnant already. Yes, I don't want to make her feel. Add more pressure onto her. That like she, my sister, even she didn't even know I was going through these things until I told her after, and she even cried. I said, she said, why didn't you tell me? This? Because this is the reason why I didn't want to tell you that you pressure while you're pregnant." But now, it's just the four pressures Meant mad. I can't lie, bro. When you're at home, like even training, I'll go I'll be the first one in, last one out, or last one in, first well, so one out. So you
3: didn't even want to go home, kind of thing.
2: Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But I, I, I'll be like, I'll go training. The moment done, I'll just leave straight away and just chill outside my house sometimes. Even on the chat side or go f- just go to the main town center and just try to do shopping and just try to get my footprints out of it. But it's, it's not easy, man.
4: Yeah, so how would the club, because obviously like mental health is something serious, especially like nowadays, even as men, like men have the highest suicide rates because they don't speak out kind of thing. So like, how, how did the club sort of handle it?
2: They yeah, handled it well, man. Like even even when I when I was in the match Day squad, they're, they're looking off they're looking after me and looking over like see how I was doing. Like even when I, when I told the club doctor, like I was speaking to um what's them people call The psychiatrists? Mm. I was speaking to them on, the, on like on Zoom and stuff like that. To help me try to get me out like, of this dark place I was in. So the the club were good. Honestly the club were good. The club were very good
4: that's yeah I wasn't <laughs> you yeah. don't expect to hear that but again as you said footballers you're human like mm. there's a personal side there's performance and it's personal and if the personal is not right the performance can't be right yeah. kind of thing innit so yeah that, it's actually
3: yeah. mad because like obviously going back to what we were talking about about the fan criticism and all of that kind of stuff do you ever feel like you want to retaliate and be like listen you lot don't know what I'm going through stop criticising me kind of thing or it's just part and parcel of the game
2: 100%. 100%. Like, there will even be times, like, after a game, even, even when I was playing, I was doing so the doctor I playing, go home, and like, because you're 20, you, you twin, he tweets out, he's looking through, he's saying, oh, Isaiah Jones is crap, this, that, that. And he's saying, like, you can't do this to save his life. I'm thinking, like, bro, if you know, if, I was, if, you, if you was going through what I was going through, you'd be doing the same performance I'm, I'm doing right now. You won't, you won't be yourself. But the time that I want to retaliate so badly, but saying that it's not good for my mental, not good for my mental health. So mm-hmm. I just leave and let them, let them say what they want to say. Then when the truth comes out, when I speak up, speak on it, I don't I won't, I won't see them same people. Don't come up with the same energy. Like, don't come and say, oh, "Okay, I get, I get." No, keep the same energy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you only diss, mm-hmm. me, diss me, diss me in it. Mm-hmm. But there's like, some fans, like even like, like some Bar fans, 'cause I've got a dog as well innit? it. Mm-hmm. Like some Bar fans, like who I get my dog from, they'll come to my house and we will talk for time and some people know what I'm going through like some of the fans and, okay. and they, they appreciate that. they say you know what we you get it. you're human at the end of the day but some fans don't get it. Mm-hmm. but I but I ain't got nothing bad to say about the Bar fans fans yeah
4: because
2: like, nothing not bad to say that I, I, I love them good mm-hmm. fans good families base everything but sometimes I think they need to sort of jump in t- on players mm-hmm. too early where you don't know what's going on in their personal life
4: because you see even I saw some of the critics are oh, one season one die he's been found out but like as I said, you've got a long career ahead of you, only 23. You burst into the pro game late and I have no doubt that so you're going to recapture that form. You already did at the back end of the season. You were giving, as you said earlier, you are giving defenders torrent time. You know what I'm Nine saying? Nine minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them sleepless nights. So, so yeah. like, So, just talking about Middlesbrough season, obviously you got to the playoffs against Coventry. Even you scored the goal, but it was... Just a lot, <laughs> Oh, deal. yeah, for offside. Like, How was that experience?
2: crazy bro like, like even, even we, we secured our, our place in it like three weeks before like you just wanted to start now like you just wanted to get, get over and done with so but it was weird though it was, it was weird because we played the same, te- the same team three times in a row yeah. played the last game of the season mm. and the two legs and we didn't score, we didn't score one goal in three games so what's the it, psychology it, as well?
4: Does the gaffer say, you know what, I'm going to try and treat that. I'm not going to play my best 11. I'm going to put three players, switch things up to give it a different look. Like <laughs> how, how is
2: it? Okay, lean up to the first game, which is mad tactical. It was tactical work because they, they they have a, they, have a, they, have a, they got Shaqa Goikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, a yeah, player. Yeah. Big way player. Yeah. And for me, that's their best, big, player. best player, biggest threat. Yeah. So if, So we said, we nullify him. They've got nothing. And um, what we have is quality and abundance that can hurt anyone. Yeah. So we tried to nullify him in the first leg, which I think we did. Then, um, we, okay, we, we should have won 1-0. No. If my goal was uh, allowed 1-0 no, or oh, Chuba scored that chance early on, 1-0. No. But 0-0 no, no away from home, first leg. Not bad. Not bad, dude. <laughs> and in our, in our thought process as players, you come coming to the at now, 8 p.m., you're gonna get licks. <laughs> like I'll be real. Like <laughs> then it just didn't happen. Like I don't know what it was. I think cause cause the way they like they 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 tweet their system as well. So they went they went for a five four one in second leg because cause the way we play we like to uh, bear rotations and I think in the first leg we would dominate their midfield so they make sure they put extra man there so it don't happen. But even their goal their them goal our mistakes. It's not like they done. Mm. Madness. Madness. Mm. But even to lose that, like, you just, I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's hurt. It's one of world. those games, man, just them glitchy games and yeah, you're chasing like, the game. And I, I think, as suppose, we know, I think, I think they knew, but we knew we are better than them. Of course. Mm. You, I, and I think, honestly, like, even watching the player final, like, big up, Luther for promotion and big up, Amari Bell, my, my boys and that. But, that final was horrid to watch, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think
4: even the players admitted it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was terrible. Like, uh, but to be like, fair, in the player fine just get the job yeah, done. That, that's yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that's all. Uh, I think that's what comedy done with the two legs mm-hmm. against us. Just try to get
3: the job done. It's actually mad because me and Dej always talk and I was like, Minus but they're not going out. For some reason, I just I feel like the season ended too late for you lot. So it's like one of those ones where you lot maxed out to try and get autos. And then it kind of plateaued out. And then Chilbre's form kind of dipped a little bit. Then I was thinking, mm, Middlesbrough, they've checked
2: out. They're not. No, I'll say, I'll say, even when I wasn't playing, but looking from the outside in, or even when I did play, it's like, I think we peaked, uh, yeah, um, like, like a, we peaked, uh, yeah. not early, but like, so we, I'll say, after the Huddersfield, after we lost 4 to the Huddersfield, I'll say our form from that game to the players wasn't the best. We would, we would lose to Rotherham, lost the Luton, but we should have beat them. It was just it wasn't beating teams convincingly how we beaten them before, so may, may, maybe it was maybe it was a bit of fatigue. Well, mm-hmm. what about
4: psychology? Because you've confirmed your playoff spots. So it's like ah, oh, the maximum we can get is a playoff final. And We still got these games to play, so I want to kind of preserve myself. I don't want to expend too much energy, get injured, or you feel
2: no, like I think it was still there. I think like we even we confirmed like we still wanted to win all our games to show to have good form going into the playoff. Playoff, anyone can win playoffs it's yeah. crazy yeah. it's a lottery as they say isn't it yeah but I think psychologically was there man like Gaffer will make us like drill us in like okay we confirmed it but it's not done we've still, got th- mm. we've still got three games to play like take it take it like you're trying to play for more like the last three games say that we're going for alls like pretend you're fighting for the ultimate promotion
3: so obviously after you suffer that heartbreak in the semi-final of the playoffs what does the Gaffer say to you guys
2: but, uh, that conversation was quiet that day. But after you got the change room, no one was speaking. When the gaffer just said to us, "Like, boys, I can't fault you. Like, mm. the effort you gave us over these past six, seven months, like, to to to, to be where you lot come from, twenty third in the league, yeah. to where, playoff team fans like, I can't ask for more." We said, he said, listen, we've had a lot of people come to our ground celebrating. We had Burnley come to our ground celebrate. When you've yeah. had, comedy <laughs> you come celebrate. Use that as fuel." for next season, said, said, we said, um this year, next year, or next season, we're going to aim for auto, we're not aiming for playoffs, aim for more, Mm -hmm. automatic is what we want, I think we can get, if we get the right signings in, why not man?
4: Mm, Talk to us a bit more about the gaffer, Michael Carrick, because he's got like, a a growing reputation in the game, obviously I don't know him, but looking from the outside, he's like a quiet guy, but you feel his presence,
2: yeah, Is
4: is that fair or,
2: no, Michael Carrick, good guy, man. Like, very, very, very good coach and manager. Man, manager, everything spot on. Like, knows when to, like, knows when to put an arm around a player, I'll talk to him. Like, even with my situation, I think he handled it the best way possible. So I always beg him up for that. But as a coach, he's good, man. Like as you said, he he's a he's not he's quiet, but he's not quiet. But he he can feel his presence. Like he don't yeah. shout not whatsoever. <laughs>
4: And even Chuba like bigged him up. I think it was after one of the games. Ah, oh, I gotta thank the manager, like, cause you need like again. We mentioned football's a game of opinions. One manager thinks, "Ah, oh, Chuba, as you said, got attitude." Other man, no, there's talent here. I'm gonna harness it, and we see what Chuba does.
2: Yeah. No. I, yeah. Yeah. He said, "Look what Chuba's doing now," and that you can only thank the guy for that. Mm. The, the put him in the in system and a position that suits him and gets the best out of the players he's got. So imagine now. So let's say he gets Chiba twenty nine goals. He got he makes Chiba a better player. But he's not, he's not making one he's not only making one player better, he's making the whole team better. Yeah. The whole team's playing better now. You've got Ryan Giles left back, most most assist in the champ, I think. Um, from i correct or not. Then you have Cameron Archer on loan from Villa uh, banging yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Aaron Ramsey from Villa banging, goal. yeah. you got mm-hmm. Fools, banging yeah, goals. You got, got Marcus yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <got better> <laughs> <just> Fulce banging goals. You've got Riley McGree banging goals. <laughs> you got bear Pages, banging goals, assisting like it's crazy. Yeah. But but the way like he's good uh, what he does like helping players develop talking to them everything. so as a coach uh, for me as a rating I'll give him like a 10 out of 10 honestly Serious. wow
4: that's big because I, I remember checking I think it was only you and Burnley that got over 80 goals this season which shows that you were really putting teams to the sword oh, no it break. shows
2: because mm. early on in the season we were scoring goals he comes in mm. changes the system with scoring goals we're creating we're creating a lot of chances like for us he was one of the top goals the champ from where we came from this season Glow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can only big up Michael when he's coaching stuff Dank Cien, Woodgate, man, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and granny. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so like, in terms of, obviously it's the end of the season, we saw that you were in Jamaica, no doubt enjoying that, <laughs> you know, jerk chicken. Uh, like everything, young, <laughs> everything. Everything was getting ingested. Yeah. So like, in terms of your international future, I know it's still early, you've just finished your second season. Jamaica come calling, Ghana come calling, England come calling. Who are you
2: playing for? If you want me to be honest here, yeah, I'll probably play for Ghana because of my oh. mum. Because my mum helped me start this journey. So I'd rather represent the country that she's from and do it for her more than anything.
4: Okay, so if all three of them were knocking on the door,
2: we'll I'll go. pick Ghana because I, uh, I feel nah. like England. What 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 you seen recently? As happens to young players, they they cool you up one time. Yeah, Tomori and like, Dasho yeah, decided he can't play. He can't play Dasho for another. That like, yeah. is mad. So I uh, I was I was just gonna say like if you're from other countries and that like, play for play for your country, I'll your mom's in that from man. I respect that. Like man. put a light to your country. Mm. So have Guyana,
3: have they like been in contact with oh, you? All the
2: time. Okay, well, like, <laughs> the time. well, what's the latest, what's the situation? <laughs> yeah, so like, like they want me to get their to sorted, but the, but the whole thing with the is like the process is so long. Okay, so long. You're, you're
3: doing the process. <laughs> yeah, doing saying? the process, like, yeah, okay. I'm doing the process. Yeah, yeah. Nah, no, that's okay. dope. Yeah, man, so last one um, in terms of before we move on to outside of football, what's next for you, bro? Because... You know your massive talent. I respect you. I think you're going to the top. I don't want to put pressure Jeez. on you. They're just been calling your name for two years. Yeah, yeah I told don't, him. Don't Forget <laughs> it. What a talent.
2: What's next for you, bro? Just grow as a person on off the pitch. As I'm you know, a father now, so yeah, just growing, um, perform be- this season be better than I was the previous season and Yeah, but we know before, why you, you know, know what, what's
4: funny that? at least we know why Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. not like oh what's happening
2: mm. this is a solid you get what I'm but saying but the one thing I want to say about that that thing also as well people said I had a bad season yeah but I got 8 goal contributions yeah, yeah three but, goal but, goal my, but my best season I had 9 goal contributions it's perception I, I, and, and I played mm. less games I did I missed about 14 games this season so if I played them footing it, I have more goal contributions.
4: In, it's mad, it's like it's mad, isn't it? So it, imagine that's you and you're basically yeah. You know what, you know
2: what, I mean? what I'm saying? It's, it's perception and social
3: proof. Like everyone on social media, as I join, is ripping it, is ripping it. So you put that perception into people's heads, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden, as I joined, look at your numbers, they're
2: there. Yeah, but this is this is us on the grow as a person and just success, man. From our borough. Whatever, I don't know what's going to happen in the summer. Anything can happen in football. Wherever I end up.
4: Yeah, so, like, what happened? Because I speak to players and normally they say at the end of the season, a manager comes around and says, look, you, I'm counting on you next season. Obviously, like, I want you to be my main man. Have you been told that by the manager that, listen, next season, you're in, let's go. Or you can leave or...
2: No, he just said to me, like, next season, be ready, man. It's your time. Mm. After everything you've been through, it's your time. That's what he said to you. Mm,
4: Because you got a contract until, I, I believe, 2025. So are you expecting any offers? Is there still interest? Because I know the season before there was interest in your services from that prem team. So is your agent said, listen, like you have to <laughs> be on point. Make sure your phone's nearby. Something might happen or?
2: No, I d I don't know man. I, I know I've got two years left of my contract. I think with an option, I'm not too sure, but I leave that to my agent to sort out, man. Like, I'm not in that side of business. Mm-hmm. It's agent I comes to sort out. Of. Yeah. So
3: have Barra even spoken to you about extending or not
2: yet. Not yet. Okay, don't but that's nothing. something that you expect. Maybe, maybe. Cause mm. okay, I know they've, they've, I think they've, they've been wanting me too. But because while going through it, wasn't didn't make sense at the time. But so, well, okay. anything can happen, in football man. They could probably want to extend one time and they say, you know what, maybe it's best for you to go. So mm. football, football just as you, as you don't know, it's a crazy game, man. Yeah. Anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. But as I said, I got two years left in my deal, so let's leave the rest to my agent.
3: Just very quick one. Like, talk to us about Cameron Marcher. How how good
2: can he be? Anything he the wants guy can be. be world class.
4: Yeah.
2: For me, if he's a, he's a cheat code in the champ. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> he's you a serious? cheat code. He's a cheat yeah. code in the champ. Like he's he's so good, bro. Like so like small strong, and finish mm-hmm. both feet. Like the world is the world is his oyster, man. Now like, you can go as far as you can get to, man. But I think if he goes alone this season again, it won't be too long to play for a proper Prem. I think the next two, three years, guaranteed Prem striker.
3: And England international as well. I as think, think so as well. Mm.
4: Yeah, because Villa, obviously, like they're doing so well as well. Nuna Emre, he's bringing in his own players. So I think this season probably makes sense for him to go on another loan, whether that's to, I don't know, a lower-end Prem team like a Burnley or come back to Middlesbrough.
2: I'm sure you'll take him back. 100% we'll take him back, man. We'll take him back. Hundred yeah.
4: percent. So in terms of like off the field, like what are your interests? Because obviously we're all from I don't know Peckham, Bermondsey, Peckham sort of thing. So like, do you go back to the ends often or?
2: Um, before my 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 daughter, yeah, I used to go like probably like every month. With my misses like two a weekend off or just go there. But now it's like, because you go do? You go think about things like if you go if you go over to London, like what are you gonna do? It's not that it's not like, like, you can just go there and, and meet your speak. brethren and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. It's just, you have more responsibilities. Like You just go you go home. If you go to London with a door, I'll make sure we'll go to like, the zoo or stuff like that. Like, mm. Even if she's young, like four months. to make us get out. About, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, man. Yeah. But outside football, I don't really do much, man. Honestly, I just watch movies or Netflix series and... Sometimes, sometimes, I play ps P S five. Sometimes, yeah. man, I play Apex with my guys, man. <laughs> okay. so yeah. I, I, I don't play Warzone and them. Yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm FIFA. I don't play FIFA, okay. man. Okay. Yeah, like,
4: yeah. I think try to call you, that's content. I think obviously you're a great ambassador for someone from Peckham because we see like nowadays a lot of like the gang culture, the crimes, stabbings and shootings and something like that. And someone that's from that environment. If there's people listening in that are sort of embroiled in that sort of lifestyle where it's a trap, like every day they're struggling to get through day to day. It's like, I don't know, I got a a robbery, I got a shot to make ends meet. Like, what sort of message would you send to someone that's trying to make their way
2: out? Just keep trying trying to do positive things, man. Like, don't get influenced to do negative things. As you said, if you're going to go rob someone, just just think about the consequences you'll get from doing that just feel about your family because if you put your family through mad te- mad things it's only look bad on yourself mm-hmm. so just try like try to show your you try to show yourself to your family members perspective that you're a good person
3: yeah yeah cool and in terms of like music what are you
2: rocking with oh you see me because I come up from Jamaica, I'm on the bashment. I'm not bashment things I'm listening uh, to like, V6. Uh, have you heard, have you heard the song V6? I I'm so.
4: You heard
2: it. You I ever can't. heard the song?
4: No, no. Probably when you sing it.
2: Yeah. No. No, I nice, didn't. Nice, 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 nice. nice. <laughs> what
4: you ain't got the vocals now? <laughs> no, no, no vocals. Um,
2: li- listen to um, Taliban from. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, but. but Match. Not had any rappers from the ends, cause you know, like Peckham have got some good rappers. Tiny, I'll so be
2: real, like bigger my way. Listen to Kweeng, man. Oh
4: yeah I, yeah, to, I yeah, yeah, Quang,
2: yeah. yeah, I listen to Listen to Kweeng PS, but but on the match day though, I listen to like Little Baby, yeah, yeah, and people like that. Little Dirk, yeah. Gunna yeah. even dropped a new thing two days ago. I'm not really a big fan of Gunna like yeah, that. Well, yeah. cause uh, obviously. No 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I don't really I don't really listen to Gunna like that. I'll just mainly listen to that like, little baby or and um little, little TJ sometimes even. Okay. And maybe even like um if it's about UK like a dig D or something like that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Nah I hear that man. Nah man, you've been an absolute pleasure to have, bro. Love your personality, love yeah. to see you in a good space again. Very quick one, we got a closing tradition, um, where we ask our guests to recommend a potential guest in football to come onto this platform that you're going to help us with. And we're going to get on to <laughs> you in the DMs. <laughs> cool. If if one came to your mind, who, who would you recommend?
2: In the pro game? Yeah. In the pro game. Ooh.
3: That you think will be a good fit.
2: Maybe Saydu Khan.
4: Okay.
2: Cuz his his story it's like my story, but he just not He doesn't League One, but okay. his stories is roughly. The, it's like the same as mine. I would say Sadikhan, um, maybe. Oof.
4: Don't worry, we'll chat about it. No, we'll, we'll, we'll chat. We'll You know what I am Like people have got out of it by just wasting time, isn't <laughs> anyway. it? They're like, "Listen, we'll talk later. I mean, we'll, we'll, to, this, we'll talk about we'll this, it later." We'll this, it. That's what our French teacher in school guy is guy, like. We'll talk yeah. about
3: it later. All right, then we're gonna leave it there. We're gonna talk about it later. Azaya, thank you so much for coming on. No, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having like, me, man. It
4: was a top quality episode. I think there was education, and yeah, man. I think it was a top episode. I think people are going to like listening to it. So,
3: mm. love my bro, man. No, thank you for having me, man. I'm big bros, up you,
2: you two, as well, man. No, I love you. Keep yeah. grafting,
3: man. No, I appreciate it. And good luck for the season, bro, thank ahead. Thank you very much. We're going to leave it there. Over and out. Peace.